Hey there, it's your host and the creator of Woke Beauty, Riley Reed. Happy Magical 2-2-2022, an angel number. Pretty wild to think we won't see this sequence for another century. This episode serves as a recap of what this show is all about, an introduction to what's ahead, and a vulnerable share of a mental health disorder I struggle with. It's been about six months since our last published episode. Time is a strange construct. It can feel like an eternity, but pass you by in an instant. In that sense, a lot has happened, and yet if you look at the breadth of humanity and the history of our world, not much has happened at all. If you're new here, let me introduce myself. I'm a socially conscious storyteller, which essentially means I tell stories that have foundations and principles rooted in self-awareness and shared social identity. I live by this self-developed motto, your perspective determines your reality. A meaningful life begins with an understanding and an acceptance of self. My storytelling is told through photographs and words, spoken and written. I'm really into show and tell. And I strive to push the narrative that all women have the right to take up space in the world. That brings me to Woke Beauty, a creative studio that celebrates the inherent resilience of women everywhere. I question the lens of beauty and power by using thoughtful photography and poetic prose to present the world in a different light, one that centers life's intersections, the experiences of women of color, and the curiosities behind our collective identities. The beginning of this podcast involved conversations with female entrepreneurs, change makers, artists, and community builders making an impact with their story, unafraid and unabashed to share their bright lights and deep, dark truths. We talked about family dynamics, racial identity, personal growth, and mental health. Many guests found that by telling their story in a safe space, they could feel a sense of healing maybe even experience epiphanies or a deeper connection with their craft. I've felt that if I'm compelling others to share their truth and see their worth, then I must personally fall in step. Authenticity, that buzzword that society and brands and headlines love so much, what does it actually mean? I think it comes down to integrity, responsibility, and alignment. It does not look like a picture or an expression, or a gesture. In fact, I don't think it's something you can see. You just know it when it's there. As Nisande Neda says, ultimately, whatever is in your reality is your responsibility. I encourage others to step into their truest form, otherwise known as their most authentic form, and yet, out of fear, I have held back from doing so myself. It's not serving me anymore, and at this point in my journey, I feel painstakingly ready to move through the fear. I live with bipolar 2, and I've been so afraid to say that out loud, not just in public, but in almost every private space I've occupied. It's one thing to withhold for the purpose of privacy. There will always be parts of myself I won't spill out in the open. However, for a long time now, I've felt like this story could serve as an example, a place of comfort, 
and an ignition for awareness, conversation, and attention to an aspect of being human, that aspect being mental health, a vital part of every living person. The health of the mind, we all have it. The same way that we all have the health of the body, commonly known as physical health, we all have brains and feelings and moods and behaviors. The act of sharing feels scary. Moreover, not knowing what others' perceptions will be is terrifying. Will they think, I'm crazy? Will they say, oh, that makes sense? Will they respond with anecdotes of their own life or a friend they once knew who was just nuts? If you were listening here now, I ask for curiosity. Drop your assumptions or your preconceived thoughts. Allow me to explain. If you're a longtime listener, you know that the fall of 2017 was a pivotal time. I've just never really told you why. During that period, a phase that occurred just before Woke Beauty was founded, I experienced an extended episode of depression that led me to a consultation with a psychiatrist who I still see today. What many people don't know is that oftentimes it is not hypomania that sends people into psychiatrist offices, but rather depression. That numb, flat space, void of feeling or care, wrapped in a dark abyss that seems to have no beginning nor end. Coincidentally, for the past five days or so, I've been experiencing a depressive episode. In fact, I almost didn't publish this episode. In this state of mind, even clicking a button is exhausting. But historically, I've trudged through the mud, pulling masks out of my trunk, pushing myself to wake up, interact, work, and live until I reach my bed and fall back into that empty space. Anyway, back to the beginning. I had a sequence of meetings with my psychiatrist. After our initial three-hour conversation, she told me with great delicacy that she believed I struggled with bipolar too but she wanted to monitor me before making an absolute diagnosis. She put a plan in place, gave me a direct line, and asked me to lean on the people who had encouraged me to meet with her in the first place. My family, my husband. My psychiatrist explained that bipolar 2 is characterized by two poles, hypomania and depression, and further, that hypomania is marked by elation and hyperactivity. Unlike mania, it does not involve psychosis. I thought of the nights where I experienced insomnia followed by days filled with bliss and enough energy to run a marathon, as if I'd gotten a full night's rest. I remembered the times I'd had grandiose ideas, finished lengthy creative projects in a matter of hours, or spent beyond my budget certain I'd earn it all back the next day. Of course, what went up had to come down wincing, I thought of the depression. My psychiatrist explained that each episode has a beginning and an end. Neither of the poles are a constant state. I recalled my baseline, my typical steady mood. I went home in a tailspin, completely beside myself. Visuals of one flew over the cuckoo's nest and girl interrupted flashed before my mind. I thought of every crazy story I'd heard about bipolar disorder. I mistakenly googled the condition, getting lost in forums. 
I was certain that this disorder somehow made me weaker, less of a person. I was unable to find one person I could relate to, one person who could assure me that competence isn't marked by the way a mind functions, but rather by the response to those functions. Instead, negative connotations and widespread shame flooded my mind. I thought of people's perception of bipolar, that the weather, my dog, and emotionally expressive people are casually described as bipolar, crazy, dangerous, irrational. It's no wonder I maintained discretion. Up until this day, I've shared my disorder with a couple handfuls of people. Even after all the work I've done, even after all of the notions I've reversed. At first, I was resistant to the diagnosis, and therefore, I was steadfast in not taking medicine. Holistic health has always been a core tenet of mine. Many people in the field told me medicine was bad. I went to my psychiatrist with a plan. I asked for a test run. For an extended period of time, I'd follow a strict diet and sleep schedule, do yoga, take supplements, and flood my mind with positive affirmations in an effort to cure myself. Despite my efforts, it didn't work. Remember, depression is a heavy blanket. Even going into child's pose felt like effort. I felt really safe with my psychiatrist. I trusted her, and I appreciated her stance on living an integrated life. So, I decided to try medicine, defining it as an adjunct, not a crutch. I made a pact with myself and my psychiatrist. I'd continue to define and honor healthy habits, inclusive of regular talk therapy, no matter how much medicine helped. And it did. Today, though I'm currently experiencing depression, my mind is healthier and more balanced. I'll always live with bipolar 2. It will always be a part of me. But it is just that, one part of me. A big reason I've had fear is that I've been worried the disorder will swallow the rest of me, that I'll somehow become just the girl with bipolar 2. I am, like you, so much more than that. All of my titles and personalities and emotions and interests remain in all of their fluidity. And just because I struggle, just because I cope, doesn't mean that the other parts of me are any less. I have a lot to say about my journey, the tools I've discovered, and what I've learned about the bond between Western and Eastern medicine. My intention here with this reveal and step into a more concentrated show is to inform, inspire, and ignite. Because my younger self, 27-year-old me, tried so hard to find someone to relate to, someone to alleviate her turmoil, I hope to be the person she searched for. I say ignite and I think of a poem by Naira Wahid from her book, Salt. It says, you do not have to be a fire for every mountain blocking you. You could be a water and soft river your way to freedom too. As we move through the Woke Beauty podcast, you can expect more stories and truths and lessons I've collected. You can also look forward to more thoughtful conversations with women comfortable to share their own story. With that, I do want to make clear, though bravery is a bridge to the other side of fear, it does not mean the fear goes away, and it is not a badge of honor. You do not have to be brave. You do not have to be certain. You do not have to share. There is no obligation. This is only my choice, my authenticity. It does not have to be yours. 
If you're listening to this episode, that means you are a contributor to this show. Without you, my voice would just be an echo. And so thank you. Woke Beauty episodes will release every other week on Wednesdays. Trying to make the middle of the week feel a little less like the middle of the week. You can follow along on social media at Riley Blanks Reed and at Woke Beauty. You can also learn more at wokebeauty.com. Please rate and review. It helps greatly with exposure. These words are not meant to lie stagnant. Please also feel free to drop us a note at hello at wokebeauty.com. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Until then, remember, you can have a beautiful day, even if it's not that beautiful.